I'm Casey. And I'm Emily. And you're listening to A Sprinkle of Sugar, A Dash of Murder, a true crime podcast with an element of baking. And what are we making this week? So we are kind of feeling a little spooky this season, even though it's really early September. Most yeah. people won't even consider it to be fall yet, but we're, we're kind of getting in the fall spirit and we are doing a uh, haunted cemetery case, right? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, this woman, Mary, her <laughs> whole story um, ended, well, started, I don't know, the life ended. Life <laughs> um, ended. <laughs> life ended. Her story's not ended though. Um, in a nightclub. Yeah. So I'm thinking, all right, nightclub, let's go with a dry martini. I'm just feeling like that's I, I don't know, that's the vibe I get it's from a vibe. Mary. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so dry martini, super easy. Um, it's really just gonna be two and a half ounces of dry gin. And a half ounce of vermouth, vermouth, vermouth. <laughs> and then this one says preferably noily Pratt. So it's N O I L L Y Pratt, like Chris Pratt. I have never heard of that, but all right. Yep. And so, and and then obviously you have to have the olive. You know, yeah. one, two, whatever. My mouth was watering right now thinking of olives. That's so gross. Ew, I, I don't like olives. olives, but my mouth, my mouth wants an olive right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. So let's hear about Miss Mary. Mary. So scary, scary. Mary. It's always Mary, isn't it? Bloody Mary. Not, yeah, not Bloody Mary. Not um, Bloody Mary. Uh, yeah, so we're going to do paranormal stuff, and um, this is kind of like, yeah, Resurrection Cemetery, which is on Archer Avenue in, like, southwest suburb of Chicago. Um, have you been on Archer Avenue? Like, no. driving on it? Okay. No, not that I know of. Maybe. I think I have, but, like, I don't live around there, so not often. But anyway, so it's a pretty old cemetery. It's um, a Catholic cemetery established on 1830s. So, you know, an old cemetery is always more spooky, but mm-hmm. aren't they all old? Um, so Archer Avenue has kind of become known as like this famous Chicago haunt. And her, the most famous ghost is Resurrection Mary. And the story goes, so there are kind of different versions of um, Resurrection Mary and who she might be. So we'll go through that. But um, so a couple young guys were out dancing and drinking at this club and they met this young woman and they danced with her and were like talking with her. And at the end of the night, She's like, can I get a ride home? And they said, sure. So she got in the car with them and they were driving. um, And she told them, go to head north on Archer Avenue. And when they passed Resurrection Cemetery, uh, she vanished from the car. And um, 
Yeah. So they had the guys in the car had actually like gotten her address from her. So they went to um, the address that she gave them. And when they showed up at her house, like asking like, is she okay? Like, where'd she go? Which I think (laughs) this is like weird. Like who does this? You just met this person at a nightclub. (laughs) But whatever. I know. I'm really confused by the story. Okay, continue. And if someone just literally vanished out of thin air in my car, I don't think I'd go hunting them down. I'd be like, oh, it was obviously a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much to that. Yeah. And plus, like, even like, okay, so this group of guys meets this one girl and they're all dancing. And then she's like, oh, hey, take me home. Like, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of stranger danger. But if you're a ghost, you're not going to be scared to get killed. So I guess I mean, it doesn't, exactly. I guess it doesn't matter for her. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah, and then she just vanishes. I think I would be like, heck no, let's, let's leave. Like, this is creepy. I don't think I'd then go to the house. Right? Like, no, thank you. Asking questions. Yeah. But apparently, as the story goes, when they got to her house, the people there informed them that Mary was dead. She had been killed in an, um, a car accident on Archer Avenue. Um, so they were like, oh, my God, it was a ghost. And that's the okay so that's like the legend like apparently if you drive along archer avenue a woman might appear in your back seat of the car or she might be asking for a ride and then just vanish when you pass resurrection cemetery i don't know spooky spooky so other people say that and it's all it's almost um always guys like only men can see her or she only shows herself to men or something so do they ever describe what she looks like yeah so she's always um wearing like a long white dress and she has long blonde hair she's very known for being blonde and i don't know i picture a ghost as like translucent i don't know but i I guess they could tell she was blonde (laughs) yeah okay and um, so then do they come, do you know if like they've like looked at pictures of the Mary that lived at that house and people are like, yep, that's her. I guess so. Or like the people who lived there were her relatives still or something. And they said, oh, like the name they gave Mary, um, whoever is okay. dead. But there are, so there are like theories of who it could be like actual people. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll go into that too. So, like, other versions say, um, not only does she show up on Archer Avenue, like, some people say she shows up at the ballroom that she was at the night before she died or the night she did die, um, and that she dances with people there and she just wants to have a good time. She's ghost who likes to dance. Um, but after the dance, she would turn very, like, cold and, like, very distant, like, emotionally and, like, doesn't want anything to do with them. So, uh, she, she's a mood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of sad. Good one, chat. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm done with you. 
Um, <laughs> but she always accepts rides home after the dances, gives vague directions on Archer Avenue and just disappears. And then one of the most famous versions. So this all started like the, her legend kind of started in the thirties. Um, and in 1936, a guy named Jerry Palace um, said he was at the Liberty Grove Hall and Ballroom and was dancing with a young blonde woman. And um, it was previously known as the O. Henry Ballroom, mm-hmm. uh, which is on Archer Avenue. And when he offered her a ride home with him and his brother, she accepted and... He says that when they were approaching the gates of Resurrection Cemetery, because, like, you have to drive past it to, like, go anywhere on Archer Avenue, pretty much. Um, She said, I have to leave you and you can't follow me. And then she just walked out of the car, walked up to the gates of the cemetery and, like, vanished. And um Jerry, like, to his dying day, like, he was a real person and everything. There are, like, records of him talking about it and stuff, like, in newspapers and stuff. Um, he believed it was a ghost, like, to his dying day. He's like, she actually vanished in thin air. Like, she, I danced with a ghost. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. Public record. Some other people say she tries to, like, jump in front of your car sometimes when you're driving on Archer Avenue. Mary um, just sounds wild. She's doing dance. all sorts she of She mess with people. Yeah. Definitely. She definitely drank much dry. <clears throat> yeah. She, she for <laughs> sure, she was lit. <laughs> <laughs> um, some people say as they're driving... Um, a young blonde woman will simply just open the car door and jump in. All thing, all these things were just like, absolutely not. No, thank you. Um, and then she'll always tell people to drive down Archer Avenue and she always disappears. Sometimes she gets out. One person said she got out of the car and like ran into the darkness and disappeared. Like that, that is was just a crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a very, <laughs> it's just just a <laughs> Running into a cemetery at night. Oh my god. That's a fake Mary. <laughs> Crackhead Mary. Oh my god. Yeah, that wasn't Bloody Mary. That wasn't Resurrection Mary. That was Crackhead Mary. Yeah. Oh my god. That's good. Uh, um, some people also said after she like jumps in front of their car and they like hit her. Um, they see her like bleeding in the street and then when they get out to like rescue her she just like disappears and there's no blood on the street anymore like it's so traumatizing I know like imagine okay if you actually saw something like that I would think I'm literally going insane like that's yeah scary Kendrick wait do you want to Taco Bell very much Taco Bell mm-hmm no so, I mean, this is kind of Where off topic. Where is this going? But... <laughs> Taco Bell haunted as well. <laughs> oh, um, have you ever had their naked? Well, no, you don't go to Taco Bell, you said. Oh. Okay, well, there's a naked chicken chalupa. And it's okay. like the 
the um instead of having like a tortilla be the part of the taco or the chalupa it is a piece of chicken and it's amazing it's like the piece of chicken is holding the lettuce the tomatoes the sauce all that so it's amazing there's no tortilla to it because it's just the naked chicken chalupa i love it so i swear it came back and i swear i had one but yesterday kendrick and i went to taco bell and we didn't see it on the menu they ended up being closed so we couldn't even ask them but he's like, Casey, oh, no. you never, you never got a naked chicken chalupa. And that, that blew my mind. That really messed me up for a, a solid <laughs> five minutes. So I can't even imagine hitting <laughs> someone on the road and then them being gone. I think, like, I thought I was going crazy because they didn't have the naked chicken chalupa. <laughs> Wait, did you just make up the sandwich? You've never had it? I've had it before, but they took it off the menu. And oh then my I swear it came back and I had it. <laughs> now it's already off the menu again. Or I just went crazy and I dreamt that I had it or something. <laughs> I just you were dreaming know. about this Taco Bell. <laughs> so anyway, that really had me really messed up. So I can't, I can't imagine. even imagine hitting a woman on the road and then. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. That's how I relate to this. Oh my God. Wow. it's an equal comparison right truly truly the same amount of shock value (laughs) uh so here's where um people start to like local people start to research to find out who could actually be this resurrection mary of people who have actually died so in resurrection cemetery it is So Resurrection Cemetery itself is a 475-acre burial ground. A lot of graves. massive. Oh, my Mm -hmm. goodness. And site number 9,819 in section MM, if you ever wanted to go see the grave, um, is a grave of a young Polish woman named Mary Rogovi. And records of her death say she died on the way home from the O. Henry dance hall in the thirties, which is just like the story. And some, so on March 11th, 1934, this appeared in the Chicago tribune affirming her or confirming her death. Um, a girl killed in crash, miss Mary, um, Brigovi, 21 years old for Oh my God, sorry. 4611 St. Darnan Avenue was killed last night in an auto accident, which she was riding up a Wacker Drive. <clears throat> so the streets don't match up, but it says. Okay. Yeah, it says she died on Wacker, which is more downtown than um, where Archer Avenue is. But right. um, it said another man died. John Riker, 23, of Park Ridge, suffered a possible skull fracture. John Thole, who was the driver of the car, and Miss Virginia Rozanski were both shaken up and scratched. The scene of the accident is known to police as a danger spot. So that is what appeared in the Tribune. Mm -hmm. And according to a friend um, who was interviewed, the two um, young women, so Mary and this Virginia, who were both in the car, 
they had planned to go shopping that day. Um, and they accepted a ride to a popular shopping district um, from two young men that Mary Bragovi had met. Um, but her friend Virginia was not interested in like hanging out with them. So they left the two men's car. Um, but Mary had made a date with one of them that night. So she was going to go back. Oh, and I see. Mm-hmm. So um, Vern, who is this girl, not Virginia. Sorry. Her name is Vern. Um, she left them at that point. Cause she's like, I don't want to hang out with these people anymore. Um, but Mary went to the date and she was killed in a car accident with them that night. And that is what happened. And it's, um, says she was thrown through the passenger window when their car struck one of the I beams and the downtown, like elevated structure in the, in the loop where the, the, mm-hmm. like, the train goes over. Um, and then three days later, she was buried at Resurrection Cemetery. So there's one theory that this could be the Mary that people are seeing. But again, um, it said that she was killed downtown, not in the suburb. And that yeah. she died in the ambulance on the way to Iroquois Hospital, which was on Wacker Drive then at the time. And then she was also described as wearing an orchid colored dress when she died, not white, like everyone says the okay. ghost was in a white dress. So it didn't really match up. <clears throat> so what is an orchid colored dress? I think like a purpley. Um, hold on, let me look it up because we don't want another chartreuse um, <laughs> debacle. Okay, let's let's. I talk to our audience about chartreuse. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. So just close your eyes and try to picture the color chartreuse. <laughs> what color do you see? Do you see like a? <laughs> do you see like a maroony purple, like pink color? Or do you see like um, a neon yellow color? Like what what um, construction workers wear? Which one do you picture? What do you think it is? You're wrong. <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is. I, okay. You're wrong. <laughs> it's not purple. It's, it's neon yellow. Can you imagine yeah. that? I just. Okay, so Emily and I realized this. We were on a we were on a trip where we were very remote. We had no internet, no cell service, nothing. We couldn't even communicate with the outside world at all. Mm-hmm. And we were with it was probably 10 people total. And um right? I think so. And yeah. it was pretty much split down the middle. I don't know how this topic came up of what color shirt is. No idea. I don't know. But it was pretty much split down the middle. Half of us thought it was this maroon purple. And then the other half thought it was neon yellow. And we were arguing it down to like, For we, days. we all just, we believed it. For five days, For, yeah. we argued this consistently. Anyway, when <laughs> we get home, that was one of the first things we looked up. Sure enough, it is neon yellow. 
And I looked it up because I'm like, why do we believe that it is this purple color? And then I came to see that it's actually a lot of people think of that. And it's called the Medela theory. And the Medela theory is that when like a group of people think something to be true, that's not true at all. And it's called the Medela theory based off, um, what's his name? Something Medela. Everyone um, thinks he died in prison, but really he was released. It's it uh, Mandela. Am, aren't Mandela. I saying that? Am I saying, what am I saying? I don't know. Did you say that? Maybe I'm saying Medela, Mandela. I thought you said Mandela, but it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Close enough. But anyway, it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I was we're uh, wrong. We were on the wrong side. That yeah. sucks. I was, I was so sure too. Like yes. But we weren't the only ones. So that proves that that Mandela effect is real. So we weren't even the only ones. Yeah, it was kind of cool because <laughs> it was our own little experiment that we did on this island. Yeah. Um and then you come back and you see that it's actually a misconception under a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. And so now sometimes I'll randomly ask people what color they think chartreuse is just to see. And a majority of people say it's a purple color, like a purple maroon color. I, yeah. Like, how is that possible that we all just think this? Oh, my goodness. Maybe they mix it with that. Like, there's a color puce. And that's like oh, yeah. a purpley color, I think. Wow. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway. Um, Orchid is like a white orchid with like some (laughs) purple in it. (laughs) Well, at least that's what an orchid flower looks like. So I'm assuming that's the same. That's what I figured. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, orchids are white. So yeah. But I don't know. Well, maybe with the whole translucent ghost thing, you can't really tell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's a ghost. It could work. Oh, my goodness. Um. Wow, that story. Okay, it threw me. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy named Frank um, Andridashich, hopefully, I don't know. He did like tons of research of finding like primary sources because he was like determined to find who this Mary could actually be if it's not Mary Rogovi. So Mm -hmm. he found two other theories. And one of them I think is more compelling than the other ones but we'll see so so claire and mark rudnicki were um friends and neighbors of like the local parish and they said that resurrection mary was actually traced to the 40s when a young polish girl crashed near resurrection cemetery at 1 20 a.m after she took the family car to visit her boyfriend in Willow Springs. And according to this story, this girl was buried in a term grave at Resurrection. Um, And another guy named Ray Van Ort said he and his fiance were the first witnesses on the scene of this crash on Archer Avenue in 1936 um, when a black model a sedan collided with a wide bed farm truck at 1 30 a.m and only one person survived that crash 
a girl who was badly hurt and both men and another girl died. Um, and so those are two other stories. And this guy, Ray Van Ort, is convinced that um, this version is Resurrection Mary, who was killed in 1936. So okay. it's it's crazy. There are a lot of different... Apparently, there were a lot of Marys who died in Chicago in the 30s by a car. It doesn't surprise me. I feel like that's a fairly common name. Yeah. Um. Okay, but... That guy that saw Resurrection Mary, like, um, you know, that swore up and down that he'd seen her mm-hmm. disappear. And he was ni- he was thirty eight, right? Nineteen thirty eight, something like that. Yeah, nineteen. 19- okay. Yeah. Okay, so it still checks out that he would have seen her. Okay. So, the most compelling. Um, version of Resurrection Mary is actually um, well this article that I pulled it from says this is the most compelling story and I kind of believe it too but because it kind of checks out a little more Um, it's of a 12 year old girl whose name is actually Anna Norcus and she was born but there's a reason why they think (laughs) it might be Mary (laughs) I know her name is Anna but So she was born in Cicero, Illinois in 1914, and she was given the name of Anna, which is Lithuanian for Anne. Um, But as like a young girl, Anna was very, very religious and she wanted to be known as Mary, which was her middle name, because like you know, the blessed mother and everything, Mm -hmm. mother Mary. So she wanted to be like called by Mary. So that's kind of how the names kind of like switch a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And Anna was blonde and very slim and she loved to dance. And her father was very, very religious, but she would beg him all the time to take her to a dance hall. So on, in August um, no, I'm sorry, July 20th, 1927, he took, her father took her to a dance hall for her 13th birthday, and they left their Chicago home to go visit the O. Henry Ballroom mm-hmm. um, with, a, with some friends. So they all went together, like she went with her father because uh, she's only 13. Um, and on their drive home from the O. Henry Ballroom at approximately 1.30 a.m., they passed Resurrection Cemetery on Archer Avenue and then um, turned on Harlem and a car. They were turning on Harlem and a car careened into them and dropped into a 25 foot deep railroad cut. And she died instantly, like right there. Oh, my gosh. Um, and her father lived. And after the accident, it was said he was like really like super devastated and um he kind of believed that Anna's death was like a punishment from God for allowing her to dance at a this dance hall at such a young age like kind of just like you know blame yeah. herself like that um but in 
reality, um, the Chicago Streets Department had failed to post warning signs about the cut. So there was like this whole thing about um, getting legal action with the Chicago Streets Department to like put things up. So it kind of also that factor in her case kind of leads people to think that's why she would haunt the road. Mm-hmm. Like going to Resurrection Cemetery too, not just that she was killed there, but like because it was this whole issue afterwards um, that there was no like signage for the railroad cut. And then <clears throat> there was an inquest on her death and what happened and everything. And she was supposed to be buried at St. Casimir Cemetery, but um, a family friend said that. Um, there were a lot of graveyard like strikes happening at the time because like it was a lot of manual labor and everything. Um, and it was a difficult job. So a lot of people went on strike. And so this guy named Al Chorus, who worked at um, Resurrection Cemetery, it was kind of his job to until the gravedigger strike ended, it was his job to like come to the cemetery that was on strike and take them take a body to be temporarily buried at Resurrection Cemetery. So apparently he, St. Casimir Cemetery, when she was supposed to be buried, was on strike. So he went there and like grabbed, took her body to be temporarily buried at Resurrection Cemetery. Um, But this was a long time ago. Death records are kind of like, and the death record for her is kind of, it says um, temporarily buried or something there but people believe oh possibly she was never switched back to saint casimir which is why she haunts like resurrection cemetery plus she died over there anyway right and plus like i mean i don't even know like how i if i believe in ghosts or anything or like the theories on all that because like there's like geists and all that um but with all that going on i mean how do you know that they haunt the body or they're near their body not near right. where they died. I think it's more likely that they that their spirit would be where they died, not really where their body is. I think that too. Yeah. Because, like, if you're a spirit, obviously you can go wherever you want. You would think. Yeah. You I, mean, I don't and, know the laws of spirit. <laughs> right. And I mean, okay. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, at that point, then, I mean, that was back in the the 30s like there wouldn't really be much of a body left to return to you know yeah i don't know um yeah so there are some other that is um well a lot of people believe this anna slash mary is the strongest case since like her location matches up and everything then the O'Henry ballroom I believe that because for one, she like really, I feel like it's because it was like her passions. Like she really felt passionate about the name Mary. So she makes sure to tell people, my name's Mary. Yeah. Because she doesn't want, she doesn't want to be Anna. She wants to be Mary. So I feel like that's why people know her first name. Cause typically I don't think you really know too many ghosts first names. <laughs> and then right. also she felt so passionate about dancing and really wanted to dance and was finally able to do it. And then she died. So like, that's like, what was her priorities at that time was dancing. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah. And it does make sure that it makes sense that she was younger too, because 
because that's a priority to her. Like she just wanted to dance. She wasn't interested in the guys or anything or talking to the guys. She just was there to dance. Yeah. Makes sense. I think it makes sense. Like, so I guess, I guess it can be believed. That one makes sense. I guess my drink, (laughs) it was, it's not appropriate. No, I I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can like, okay, toast it to her, you know? Yeah. Toast to Mary. You can't yeah. have it though. 21. <laughs> um, there's one other thing that's kind of of note about Resurrection Cemetery that I have. Um, so this is kind of more modern. Um, actually, no, it's not. This happened a long time ago, but then there's like a modern thing with it. So a driver happened to be passing the cemetery and saw a young woman standing on the other side of the gates, like clutching the bars, like holding on to them. And he was worried that someone had locked her inside on accident. So he went to the police who showed up at the cemetery to unlock the gates and let her out. And they found that she wasn't there. But when they looked at the gates, the, those two bars had been pried open. And apparently there were like impressions of a pair of like feminine, delicate hands on the bars. So that could be just a story. However, um, if you look at the cemetery gates, like to this, like to modern day, um, those two bars that apparently were pried open are both the only two bars in the gates that are like discolored metal and in the exact same spot where like the handprints were supposed to be. Um, and the part that part of the gate like refuses to take primer or paint like it always peels off and like doesn't stick or something um and then in the summer of 2019 those two bars disappeared from the gate so it's just like an open section of the gate now and nobody knows if they were there are kind of rumors that the archdiocese removed it because it they're like suspected to be haunted they don't want that or those two bars were stolen. But up until yeah. 2019, you could see those two bars clearly were the only like discolored ones and like they were never painted. So it's interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. And who would come up and steal them? I mean, people that were really interested in the in the story. I, I guess. Know. I don't know. Like I have an haunted item. Like if you really believed it, yeah. just to be annoying. I don't know. Or just like, haha, this will get people talking either way. Oh, that's I can true. see a lot of different things. Yeah, especially it. like it's already modern day 2019. Like it would be really popular on the internet. Yeah. It would really go viral. Um, and then our so Archer Avenue is known not just for Resurrection Mary, but apparently um Resurrection Cemetery and Archer Avenue are like very haunted. There are, I mean, there are tons of graves there. A lot of accidents have happened on Archer Avenue over the years. Um, so one person who was doing research, I don't have their name because I couldn't find it, um, said that Archer Avenue is possibly a ley line. Um, and if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like, um, it's a place where like different um, roads cross like underground. Oh my God, it's so hard to describe but um 
they're like ancient sacred sites and like ley lines are two places that cross that create some like underground or whatever that create some kind of like energy um, okay oh above ground like the way um the dowser like electrical dowsers are kind of how you find ley lines so it just has the ground has like this weird like electrical energy and like weird energy from like minerals and stuff um but that's kind of the more scientific look at it but ley lines in like if you're thinking like spiritually are said where you can like the ghost can appear more clearly because of what's happening like in the ground and stuff like that okay Um, I see that yeah, so they think Archer Avenue is a ley line, and there's a lot of different crossing water um, from, like, a couple different rivers around there as well. So it said, like, this is the perfect spot Archer Avenue is, Resurrection Cemetery, for, like, psychic things and whatnot, like, spiritual things to happen. So that's kind of, like, a theory of why it's so haunted over there. Um, but I don't know how much I believe in ley lines. Like I kind of believe in something like there are places that I think have an energy. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, so are, is the whole cemetery haunted? Like, are there other ghosts that are said to be in there? Yeah. She's obviously the most famous. So they kind of get like overshadowed, <laughs> but like, it's, they're like supposedly other if you go to resurrection cemetery you can supposedly see other ghosts and things like that so that's interesting yeah but she's obviously it freaks me out though because like i if she was just like a harmless ghost why would she then be like jumping out in front of cars and being like hit on the (laughs) road just to you entertain know? yourself. I don't know. <laughs> I know, like, <laughs> She's gotta have something to do in the afterlife. <laughs> oh my god. So, so freaky. Yeah. But that is I, resurrection cemetery. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I don't know about ghosts. Like I love ghost stories because it's just like so up in the air and freaky, but like yeah. still don't know. I mean, a couple creepy things have happened in my house. Um I've told yeah. you that. Have I talked yeah. about it on the podcast before? Oh, yeah. We've talked about Amos. Yeah, Amos. But have I said all the creepy things that have happened? Yeah. Okay. Like with your exercise ball. Yeah, my exercise ball just really started rolling, like, out of nowhere. My the backpack. Bag, yeah, my di- the di- backpack, the diaper bag that was on the table. Like, it was the middle of the table, just, like, flew off and landed on the floor. And then Kendrick says that he was down in the basement. And, like, we have a light bulb down there that you spin to turn on. And he said he spun it to turn on and then watched it unspin itself to turn off. Yeah. I don't like your basement. (laughs) My basement's creepy. It's so creepy. It definitely looks like someone could have been murdered down there. Yes. Like, it's so creepy. I mean, and we have this, like, creepy back room down there that just is, like, I, I don't know. It's like this other room that's locked off. It's creepy. It's weird. And the stairs that yeah. go nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I have stairs have yeah. The stairs in the basement that just lead to nothing. Just leads up to the ceiling. Yeah. But um, 
And it can never be redone because it's a wet basement and this house is 120 years old. So, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's better now, actually. Um, My parents moved, so we have, like, a freezer down there now. (laughs) They gave me their freezer, so I don't know. It's not as as creepy to me anymore. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And luckily, I was able to bring the washer and dryer upstairs because there was no way I was moving into this house with that washer and dryer downstairs and having to do my laundry down in a dingy basement would really Mm -hmm. be scary. Absolutely not. But anywho, that's that's insane. And is there another uh, haunted cemetery in Chicago? Um, Bachelor's Grove is the other pretty famous one. Mm -hmm. Um, My brother... And his friends have been there, like, taking videos and stuff. That's one that's, like, you're not supposed to go in, but yeah, do but all the time. Anyway. I yeah. think I've been to that one. I can't remember. But oh. we'll, we can do that one, too. You know, we point. should also, maybe the same episode, we can cover Diverse Attack. What's that? That's the um, Abandoned Insane Asylum in Mantino. Okay, I've just never known the name, I guess. I've literally been in it, but I didn't know the name. Was I with you when you went to it? Mm, I don't think so. It was, um, uh, because, so the Insane Asylum was, like, right on or right next to the football field in Mantino. So, like, when we would have football games, we'd just, like, hop over there. Not supposed to go in, but we always did. Oh, I didn't know I was nearby there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I um we're incriminating ourselves by this. I know. I have a creepy well. story for that one too. Yay. We'll do Except that one. That was that was almost like a it could have been like a true crime story. There's an episode on most haunted places in America on Travel Channel that the Mantino Insane Asylum is on. No way. Yeah. Spooky. It's- we are on the travel channel. Oh my god. Well, oh my gosh, I've been somewhere on the neighboring travel town. channel. That's crazy. That place is creepy though. They have like underground tunnels. Creepy. Okay, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. But but <laughs> tune in for that episode. Diverse Tech in Mantino. Really creepy. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. I like doing the paranormal stuff. I think it's fun. So. I do too. And it's it's funny because yeah, every episode I'm probably gonna say, I don't know if I believe in this stuff, but I'm so invested in it because it's like I know so, it's so fascinating to me. Because it's like this many people can't be lying about stuff like this, but at the same time, with my beliefs, what what is it? It's just like all like I, know. I don't understand. I don't know what to believe with those. Yeah. You know, I had um I'm about to uh, recommend a podcast. Um, I think I've talked about it before, and this is why we drink. Yes. I love that that. podcast, but I had to stop listening to it because I was about to move into my 120-year-old house, (laughs) and they're so good at telling the stories. So they tell a murder and a ghost story in one episode. One tells murder, one tells ghost. Um, Yeah. I think her name is, it's M, right? M and Christine. Christine, yes. Um, I really like M. I feel like she yeah. is, um, she's really good at telling stories with the ghost stories. And she really knows what she's talking about. 
Um, yeah, they're really they're, cool. They're always so, so creepy. And I love Christine's reactions to them all. It's so funny. Same. But anyway. Yeah, they're a good podcast. Yeah, they are. Anywho, thank you all for listening. I am Casey. I'm Emily. And you just heard a sprinkle of sugar, a dash of murder. Bam, 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 bam,